Welcome to the We Are TR Podcast. Listen as we talk about what brings us all to this great town. Enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome to the We Are TR podcast. I'm Brandon, along with Lacey. And if you wonder where we've been the last few weeks, it's all Lacey's fault. It is my fault. Where have you been, Lacey? I have been in London, England. How was so, that? Oh my word, it was very British. They say, I fancy this. Hey, British. <laughs> <laughs> it was super British. I loved Imagine all the things that. they say. I even saw a sign at Parliament. They have like protesters, and they had a sign that said like, we want the charlatans out. I'm like, ah, oh, they're even polite with the way they talk about things. Charlatans. It was great. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Glad you had a good trip. Yeah, well, today we're here with Jeff from Southern Roots. Is the barbecue reunion or reunion? Yep, yep. that's it. Yeah, so uh, you tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about the, the festival. So, uh, at the end of the day, this festival is a personal cause, uh, which we can get into later. But we're basically bringing a music and food event to TR. That's uh, just going to be a celebration of, of chefs and local food, and then at the end of the day, all the funds that are being raised are going to go to help my daughter and kids like her. She has a, a rare genetic disorder, and we're trying to create medical and research care for her. That's awesome. Yeah, and it sounds like a really fantastic thing. So it's at Trailblazer Park, yep. and April? April 30th. April 30th, okay. So who are some of the names? Who are some of the, the chefs coming in? Gosh, I mean, a lot of the local chefs. So the folks from Topsoil, from Restaurant 17, from Rick Irwin's downtown, from Henry's Barbecue, Bacon Brothers Barbecue, Home Team Barbecue, Lewis Barbecue. Awesome. I mean, it's wow, there's yeah. going to be, uh, food's not going to be in short supply, right? Yeah. And so... Uh, what, what's a really cool kind of component is we're actually partnering with farms to actually raise the food for the event. So a lot of these events, they'll just you know, get it off a, a truck, right, where we're partnering with these local farms to actually grow the ingredients. And whether that's to you know, raise the pigs or raise the collard greens, it's all <laughs> going to be raised here uh, in the upstate, right? So I think that's a really cool differentiator where people are going to be able to celebrate kind of our local food systems. Yeah. So are they going to be hanging out on a trailblazer uh, barbecue or, or smoking? Yeah, I think uh, the Friday night before is not going to be open to the public. And I'm <laughs> sure there will be some uh, some good times and maybe a bottle or two passed around. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but yeah, they got to go out there and smoke it for a long time, right? So it's um, it's going to be kind of an eventful couple of days. But we got folks, not only the local chefs, but we got folks coming in from around the country. We got some... Uh, barbecue guys from Texas. We got a guy from Chicago coming in, Rob Levitt, who's a good buddy of mine. Uh, we got a guy coming up from the coastline, this guy Matt Rayford, who does like Gullah Geechee food, which oh, is awesome. really, really cool. And so just bringing some different components that you typically don't see at some of these events and just like really leaning into like this sense of community, breaking bread around a table and just having yeah. fun with each other. So, so how does it work then? You come, you buy a ticket, and you just get to eat everything? Or That's it. The, you yeah. know, we're, we're trying to, to simplify, right? I mean, I think sometimes you go to these events, and there's all these lines, and you got to, yes. you know, how much money do I need to bring this, that, and the other? Ours is all-inclusive, right? So you, you come into the event, 
And at that point, it's just your responsibility to have a good time. Right? Excellent. So, uh, go around, eat some brisket, eat some pork, I and mean, we're gonna have all kinds of things. We're gonna have a lot of vegetables um, and listen to music, right? And so you can, you, your ticket gets you a pass in, your drinks are taken care of from there, your food's taken care of, the music's taken care of. So really it's just like, how do we make this as least burdensome as possible to attend an event? Yeah. Just come out and have a good time. Yeah, that sounds amazing. So what kind of music are we having? Bluegrass? It's got to be bluegrass, right? I mean, we got all kinds of music. We got this guy, Gith Rigdon, who was on uh, one of the voices, and he was on uh, good old Blake Shelton's team. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course, right? Of course. <laughs> uh, most of the fun. country folks get on his team, so he's coming out. But we also got some some local artists. Uh, Trey Francis is one of them, and a couple other guys that are coming out. So we're going to have like five musical acts playing throughout the day. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, you want, if you got music in the air and some barbecue going and a couple of drinks flowing, it's yeah. hard that not to be a good time, time yeah. right? Yeah, right? Sure. It sounds fantastic. So is there um, a max, are you guys like, we've got this many tickets or is it just kind of, we can fit yeah, in Yeah, so we just put tickets on sale and they're going pretty quick, but we only have 3,000. So, 3, okay. you know, 3,000 we thought was going to be, wow, that's a big number, but at the end of the day, when you offer what we're offering, it's going to go quick, right? Yeah. Especially with... The 16, you know, local restaurant partners, like each one of those has, you know, a fan club, a consumer base that wants to come out. All the farmers are going to tell the folks they know they're going to come out. I mean, it's really going to be, like we say, a reunion, right? Because it's going to be restaurants and chefs and families and community coming together. And it's like, that's what a reunion is, right? It's like where everybody comes together. You haven't seen each other in a while. Maybe you just haven't had the time. And this is that opportunity to come out spend some time with each other and just have a good time yeah how, how long is it what's the hours so i think we're going to go from like 11 to 4 okay right so midday we don't want to go too early because uh, you know i mean it's not everybody eats barbecue in the morning. <laughs> i mean i do you should do that brisket biscuit you should do really some of that it's right? just <laughs> You know, a little runny. That it's sounds good. good. And listen, I have a hot sauce company, so you throw some hot sauce on top oh, of that brisket yeah, biscuit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. yeah. That is uh, a good idea. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be just a, a really solid time where we're, everybody's gonna be able to eat and no one's gonna go home hungry, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Brand yeah. new stretch of pants. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> that sounds amazing. So why did you settle on TR? Why did we pick Trailblazer Park? Uh, honestly, this is there's such a cool local food system up here, and yeah. my background is, is as a chef, right? And I think that you know you can go downtown, and there's events downtown Greenville, you know, pretty frequently, right? Sure. But we're really trying to bring something unique and different, right? And so also celebrating areas that don't always have the spotlight given to them that might deserve it, right? So our farms deserve the spotlight. Our restaurants, God knows, after this whole COVID thing of two past two years. Yeah. those folks have been hit hard <clears throat> so how do we take those local restaurants and celebrate right in in this event you know where they have the farmers market already it just there's a lot of kind of symbiosis there and good synergies so i feel like it was the perfect place for us yeah so what's this uh you said your daughter had a condition and so what, yep. what are we, I mean, if you don't want to speak about that, no, hundred percent. What, what, what are we uh, raising this money for? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, this is all I do. I'm almost like evangelical about uh, yeah. my daughter and purpose, and you know, believe it or not, I'm a pretty reserved, quiet guy. But um, <laughs> I have two boys. My boys are six and seven. My daughter's four. And in almost three years ago, to the date, uh, in 2019, February. Uh, she was diagnosed with this rare genetic disorder called Clayster syndrome. So I'd never heard of it, right? My, my wife is a special education teacher, 
And so very early on in my daughter's life, my wife was like, something's off. She knew it. And I was, I'm more of kind of a Cro-Magnon man, like, hey, she's just developing at her own pace. Sure. You know, <laughs> let's just see how things go. But um, as usual, mama was right. Um, so it's hard for me to say. <laughs> and now you said uh, it publicly. <laughs> but you know, at the time, we were in Greenwood, South Carolina, right? And so you know, my wife's from Greenville. We were in Charleston. We ended up in Greenwood. And we kind of feel like divine intervention put us in Greenwood because there happens to be a world-renowned genetic center called the Greenwood Genetic Center wow. right in our backyard. And so we got you know, looped into them. My, my daughter was born with a heart murmur. Zach put us on high alert. And then she wasn't meeting milestones. And then at six months, she's in five therapies a week. And so we're shuttling her all over town, physical therapy, occupational, speech, you know, all these kind of things. And you're just trying to, it's your daughter, you know I mean? It's your kid. You want to do everything you can to help her. Um, and we got put in touch with the, the genetic center and, and you know when we got the news uh, you know I'll never forget the day right and so my wife just breaks down and it's a gut punch when you hear you know, your expectations of what life's gonna look like doesn't necessarily match the reality of what it's becoming but at that point you just got you gotta let that go right I mean your expectations you're not in control right so as much as we want to kid ourselves we're not and so I, uh, my, my wife and I joke like you know it took her a while to kind of recover basically within an hour of learning about it and it becoming tangible I don't worry about things a whole lot until they become tangible but once they do I'm gonna break through walls to fix things mm -hmm. right and so my daughter has this what is it who's working on it how can I fix it and that kind of has led this giant odyssey since then to help her and so all of what it's gonna take is medical care because no one knows about it there's a thousand diagnosed kids in the world right wow. there's only six in South Carolina and so I take my daughter to the doctor and they're like you know here's the Google document that we just found it's like right. I've read that I memorized it. I know what line three says um, but who are the, the medical experts that's not my world so who, who can we give information to that can then help us help our daughter that's been our mission. And whether that's developing you know, medical resources or research, research towards a cure, that's what we're focused on. And that's what this event is going to help. Yeah, it's a big deal. Have you had an event like this before? It's the first time doing it? So my background is as a chef, right? So I've cooked in a many of these events, right? Oh, and fine. so I've always seen the food and beverage community come out. I mean, you look at restaurants and chefs and how many events a year are there that your favorite restaurant is going and participating? Right, and yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. You think about how you know stretched thin restaurant staffs already are, and then they're kind of given extra time to go do these events to benefit every cause out there. So I understand what that takes, but I also understand like the philanthropic energy that restaurants bring to communities. And so it was that, that's what I know. I don't know how to necessarily go fundraise. Right, fundraising is its own complex sure. thing. <laughs> But when I started thinking about how I could raise money, my first call was to uh, my buddy Jason Calloway at Bacon Brothers. He was like, let's do an event. Let's do a barbecue event. Let's do it. And then uh, we got in touch with Brenda Luganville at CB Events and her team. And she was like, you know what? I actually want to do a barbecue event in the Greenville area. It needs awesome. one. And it was like all these people kind of were already thinking of the same thing. And again, like we feel like there's, there's forces at play beyond us that are just kind of bringing you know, pieces of this together. It, I mean, so I'm like super confident it's just going to be the best thing ever. Yeah, it's going to be an awesome time for sure. Is the goal to maybe continue doing it like an annual Absolutely. reunion? Yeah. yeah, so, you know, that's what, you know, we, we keyed in on the word reunion. 
for several reasons, but it's it's all about bringing the community together. Again, like the past couple of years has been a little bit bonkers, right? Where people <laughs> haven't been able to sure. convene. And it's like, man, I've, I've been missing that personally. Like being able to go to restaurants with your, your friends or being able to just have folks over, whatever the case may be, gather in public and do something fun. We haven't had that. And so let's, let's do it this year, but then let's do it every single year, bring people back. And what we want to do is lean into our partners, our, our farm partners, our restaurant partners, and support them all year round, right? It's not just about supporting these folks in April or, right. or you know, from, from now until the event, that runway that exists. It's like, okay, well, what's happening in June? Like, we want to support those farms and those local restaurant partners then too, because they're not gonna, they're gonna be so busy, they're not gonna be able to hang out with each other, and so we wanna drive business their way. And then next April, we'll all get together as a reunion again and high five yeah. about the great year that it was, right? So I think we can really entrench ourselves with these, these partnerships and have something that folks are like, this is can't miss every single year. Yeah, which it sounds like you're on the path to. So, so how are you balancing, you know, even with this diagnosis several years ago and, you know, three kids and, you know, a job and these kind of events. Like, this is a yeah. lot. How, how do you guys, how does your family figure out how to balance that? Or do you uh, enjoy I think balance is a foreign concept at this point, <laughs> right? Like, uh, it, it's great in theory, but, you know, it's it's chaos. I mean, it really is. It's organized chaos. It's <laughs> what I was about to say. Right? I mean, pretty you much know, my life, organized chaos. <laughs> but it's, it's the community, right? And you hear about these things, you, you know, you've heard it since you were a kid. It takes a village, right? Mm -hmm. And so... We live in Greenville. My, my in-laws live here. So like right now, you know, we have a therapist who's getting my daughter off the bus right now. And he's going to be with her all day. He's with her from Tuesday to Friday. On Mondays, my in-laws come over and get my daughter off the bus, right? But my wife teaches. She teaches special education. So she'll, she'll work and she'll get off. And then my boys have just started MMA last week. So they just Wait, got their white belts. Cool. Mixed martial arts. Oh, that's, I thought it was a fighting game. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. that's aggressive, right? I mean, they're not, they're not like full-scale sparring yet. They're six and seven. Oh, but, they will be with uh, another. They already do. <laughs> so we were just saying, okay, how do we Ch get channel this? Yeah. Right? That's funny. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, there's interesting dynamics at play when you talk about, like, how do we balance? How do we manage all this? And, you know, what a lot of folks don't see and what we're going through right now as a family is, our daughter has such specific needs that you run the risk of the boys not feeling like they have that kind of same priority within like, the, the family structure. Sure. So we try to really lean hard at times into, okay, make sure that, you know, the boys are having, you know, I take the boys out for a special lunch or my wife does or my in-laws watch my daughter so that we can go out as four of us just so the boys don't feel like, you know, they're always playing second fiddle. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting dynamic that I think every special needs family goes through and the last thing you want is for your children to develop any sort of kind of resentment or jealousy there uh, that, you know, the favorite or whatever the case may sure. be she just has complex needs and so we, we, we've had you know our neighbors our, our, our family you know that's why we moved back into Greenville is to have that support system around us and really even to this event like every person that we've called so far has been like yeah how can I help yeah. right? and it's it's we are unbelievably grateful for that. Yeah, I mean, that's even when I saw it on social media, um, I actually looked it up, thought it sounded so interesting, emailed, um, I don't know the structure of who I emailed, but someone, um, I was like, yeah, what can I do? And that's yeah. how we led here, because I think it sounds, um, I mean, obviously it's an important 
individually to you cause, but I think it's an important cause. Plus, it really is this gift, I feel like, um, the way you guys are handling it to bring community and to be, you know, um, I don't know, intentional about what you're doing is a big deal. I think that's a, that's a great word, intentional, right? And I think that at the end of the day, I'm always thinking kind of big picture. Like, I obviously have a personal tie-in here, right? But I'm never one to do things just for myself or my family. And like, how do we make as big of an impact as possible? I, I like to dream big, right? Yeah. So like, you know, if your goals aren't being laughed at by people, I don't think you're setting them high enough, right? And so, you know, sometimes folks say like, this is unrealistic, like to, to think that I can cure what my daughter has when I have zero background in medical, genetics, anything is a bit far-fetched, but I'm the kind of person that, again, I'll run through a wall to figure it out. And so you know, that's, that's what we're doing is it's not just about my daughter. It's about the community because that's what's going to sustain this moving forward, mm -hmm. right? There's a lot of stories, you know, unfortunately, that are similar to mine. There's a lot of parents that have a kid with special needs or a rare genetic disorder, right? I mean, they say one in 10 kids at this point in America has a rare genetic disorder. Now there's 7,000 different rare diseases, so they're going to look a little bit different, but there's also a lot of commonalities. But, you know, how do you take, you know, and, and add layers to what you're doing to increase the touch points, right? And so again, like communities, everything, we wouldn't be where we are without our community, our village that's supporting us. So how can I get back to that, right? And then you create a flywheel effect, right? Where everybody wins. If just one person wins or one person benefits, that's going to have a short shelf life. But if you're supporting those around you, then it kind of creates this like cyclical effect where everybody wins. And that's, that's like awesome. That's the goal. Yeah, when you're really authentic, people, people see that. Right. And they want to be a part of it. For sure. So, yeah. So what goes into a good barbecue? Man, that's depends on what you're cooking. Right? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just now getting into smoking. Yeah, so. yeah I can see that. I feel like yeah. that would be your thing. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. if I'm smoking a butt... I mean, the first one I did was pretty awesome, but... Yeah, well, I, mean, I think <laughs> you have to... you got to start with the, the, the right product, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it's, I'm a very ingredient-driven kind of chef. And so, you know, you can buy, you know, a standard pig, or you can buy one that's been raised by a family that knows how to... You know, what, what are they feeding on? Are they feeding on, like, you know, acorns and just kind of being in the woods and living their best life, and then they get, like, fattened up in the butt, right? And then that... You know yields flavor right and so I think um, the best barbecue to me is the one that's kind of like slow and low right like let yeah. it cook yeah. right don't try to rush it yeah. oh yeah uh, and then everybody has a little bit of a different flair with the spices so you like it hot you like it sweet you know it's fun to I mean barbecue is everywhere I mean, sauce at, or no sauce me I'm a no sauce guy for barbecue uh, what how's any good barbecue without a sauce? Oh my god. If you do it right, it tastes oh, good. Yeah. I don't know, I like sauce. I mean, I do like the sauce, but yeah, if you do it right, it, 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 it's nice. I, I, don't, I don't like like a, well, it depends on what kind of sauce you're talking to. You know, are you talking about like a ketchup base? Or are you talking about a mustard be base? Mustard. Or are you talking about a vinegar, right? Vinegar. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like those are fighting words at some reunions. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny, I just, um, I just emailed uh, our event team that's doing all the planning. Is There's a story about my granddad and his, his brother, my, my great uncle. Uh, they were going to a family reunion at church down in South Georgia. And my grandmother forgot the fruit salad. And that erupted into an argument. And there is a picture of my granddad and my great uncle, bloodied from head to toe, oh, in suits, and cheersing each other with a glass of whiskey at the end. 
They just <laughs> they got into it over fruit salad, beat the snot out of each other, and then That's I funny. guess common sense yeah, intervened at some point. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I mean, that's why my boys are in MMA right yeah. now, so they can learn how to how to well. each other. <laughs> can I can I use an electric smoker, or do I have to go wood? I mean, oh, you know, there's a booth. I got I have, I have an electric smoker, <laughs> right? But it, you know, there's a there's there's wood is is difficult to maintain temperature right and so i think it's all about how much time do you have to commit to this hobby right i mean because if you really want to go down the rabbit hole you're going to end up i think with a wood smoker right but if you're looking for convenience just how can i make delicious barbecue with the rest of chaos and life going on around you yeah, yeah, that's you, have yeah. Kids. you need to be able to not just be right so you yeah. need a little so set, set it and forget, forget it yeah that's yeah. it i think <laughs> that was like chef tony rocker rocker like two in the morning infomercial that, that, that coined that line yeah. <laughs> did you say you have a hot sauce company i do what uh, is that how's that so i have a company called red clay um so red clay is you know to, my granddad was a big influence in south georgia so i used to grow up going down to south georgia tromping through the woods and in the red clay fields and, and yeah. you know, whether we were looking for deer or wild boar or whatever it was, you know, that's what we did. Um, and so as I started working in restaurants, I started making products, everything from scratch and ultimately started making a hot sauce. And my granddad was probably 92 at the time and he was getting on up in age. I was like, if I ever made this a business, I'm going to call it red clay as a kind of tip of the cap to him. That's right. Cool. So I could always kind of carry him with me. And then, you know, a couple months later, a restaurant, a customer in the restaurant I was at came back in the kitchen and said, this is the best hot sauce I've ever had, and I don't like hot sauce. Let's go into business again. Well, I was like, how does this happen? Right? Like, Where is that horseshoe that got stuck in me? And so we started chatting and launched the company, and that was 2014, 2015. Okay. And um, now we're, you know, we've rolled out, we have five different hot sauces. We have hot honeys. We do a peach hot honey. We do a hot honey, uh, raw honey, so it's super delicious. We have a line of spices from like a seafood seasoning to a barbecue seasoning, uh, pepper jellies, peach yeah. jellies. Um, Where is so, all this? Where can we get it all? Gosh, uh, I mean, redclayhotsauce.com okay. uh, is one of them, but also in Publix, Whole Foods, uh, oh, awesome. Fresh Market. So, I think I said uh, Publix. I think I do now. I've yeah. never seen it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good sure, little we'll start seeing it now. You'll start seeing yeah. it. Um, so, I mean, locally here, Swamp Riot, you know, Cafe, they, they've been longtime supporters, right? When we first launched it. Um, they were carrying the product. So we've had a lot of good local support as well. And, and it's just now about, you know, how do we kind of grow the company thoughtfully? Like we still work with farms on growing our peppers up and down the East Coast. We still only use uh, U.S. domestic honey, right? Which is, a, that's a challenge. I mean, the honey industry is pretty unregulated and a lot of folks bring in foreign honey that's cut with additives and all this, that and the other. We, uh, we work with two honey folks, one out in Colorado and one in a little town called Stockton, Georgia, which is uh, right outside of Valdosta. You've never, you, you've driven through Stockton probably, but you never <laughs> stopped. Yeah, never stopped. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, we need to like bring you back to like a hot ones episode. I know. Oh, let's do Let it. Let's smoke some chicken wings. 100%. Let's oh get gosh. hotter and hotter as we go. Yeah, I'm willing, but awesome. I'm telling you, I am a... I'm a hot sauce baby. Like, I, know, I can't handle it, but I'm willing to do it. I'm I think okay. you, our, our original it. sauce is not, it's meant for that, like, gateway. Yeah, yeah, I need right? the gateway. Yeah. 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 Is it called gateway? Well, we clearly no, we should. Like, you we should. should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? We'll do that for me. You know, the, I think um, 
that's where our honeys have really seen success because it's got that sweet and spicy. And yeah. Just about everybody likes sweet and spicy, right? Yeah. So, um, drizzle that on chicken wings. Mercy. Mm. Smoke them. Delicious. Let's do it. I like it. Let's well, before it. we get into our uh, crazy questions, we always end with. Yeah. Um, where do we buy tickets at yeah. for the event? So go online, uh, buy tickets. You know, we're we're still looking for for local sponsors too. Like, what kind of other businesses can we we we, we really want to grow the community and we want this to be a community event community sponsored event and you know we, all that can be found on the website so uh, I know that again tickets are going pretty fast um, we're, we've just started we have this giant pig on a trailer that we're driving around town now <laughs> the, the pig's name's Hammy uh, it's got like the little squiggly tail with a little southern roots right on the behind there oh that's funny uh, so we're you know Brenda's dad's actually been driving that around town. You know, we're parking it at Costco on a Saturday. Nice. <laughs> People see this giant green pig in the parking lot. That's a good idea. What's that? Um, so it's a lot of fun. But yeah, southernrootsreunion.com is, is the website where people can go buy tickets and come on out. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, Travis Rust here is a sponsor. We're very excited to um, yep. be doing um, some media sponsorship for you guys because it's fantastic. So we end with um, ridiculous questions. And uh -oh. we, don't, we don't know what they are. Um, <clears throat> this one sort of fits and sort of is ridiculous, but okay, I'm going to actually do the second one. Which celebrity chef would you most like to make you dinner? I feel like you might actually know answers to this since you guys, uh... Yeah, um, yeah. that's, that's right in my wheelhouse, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, I think I would probably go back to a chef that had, uh, I actually ate in his restaurant at one time. His name's Dan Barber. Um, he has a restaurant outside of New York called Blue Hill, and it's on an old Rockefeller farm. So they have all this land and they're growing everything there and then bring it right into the restaurant that night. And so oh, that's cool. it's, it was by far, you know, the best meal I've had in my life and I'd love to do it again. Yeah. I don't know. Just for fun, it'd be fun if Gordon Ramsay just like sat in my kitchen and yelled at me. Like, oh, I don't know. Gosh. I, don't, I don't think I could stomach that. <laughs> I actually probably would either. I'd be like, please, you're so mean. You're right. so mean. I think I would definitely be, you know, like, pump the brakes, buddy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I really don't want to be yelled at. I don't know. I don't know celebrity chefs as well. Who do you think? Paula Dean, I don't know. Yeah, that does feel I'm like. So, we'll stick with the southern yeah. thing. It's a lot of butter. Yeah, a lot yeah. Clog yeah. arteries and that's right. I, I went to a restaurant and. Savannah, yes, yeah, it's actually really good. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Big old fluffy happened? biscuits. Yeah, yeah. Like, they just serve you pancakes for some reason. So they were like, <laughs> really? So, yeah, just keep on like bringing pancakes <laughs> oh, like, the entire meal. I love pancakes. <laughs> but then there's like the buffet with all the you know the southern food, but there's pancakes. Well, that's so, funny. But they're really good. Yeah, maybe I'll go down there. What, they um, actually call them hoe cakes there. Hoe cakes. Whatever yeah. happened to Rachel Ray? Remember her? Is she still doing anything anymore? I think yeah. she is. Oh, man. I mean, when you get that successful, do you have to do anything? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's not cooking anymore, but she has like her own like talk show. Oh, I think maybe. she does have a talk show. Right? Maybe she still cooks. I don't know. I, don't I think know. I'd actually prefer... I don't have cable, so I don't know. Me neither. I think I'd prefer the guys in the British baking show. Like, what's the... Oh, older lady. oh, my word. It's the best. Mary Berry. I want her to come and make me some cakes or something. <laughs> she's so sweet. Anyway. All right. Next question. Is a hot dog a sandwich? I don't think that's a hard question. I mean, no, 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 no. You, you gotta have bread. That's, I mean, a bun isn't a, a, a no. I mean, I've ate a sandwich on a hot dog bun. Sure, in desperation but, when times are hard. Oh yeah. <laughs> you don't have no bread. Throw some ham and cheese on the hot dog. Absolutely, we've done that plenty of times. But no, no, yeah, a hot dog can't be a sandwich. No. When we, when I was in London last week, I'm gonna use that sentence a lot, guys. I'm just gonna get a lot of mileage out of that. Um, they had, were selling, you know, street hot dogs at a vendor, and they put um, 
you know, sauerkraut and then crispy onions, like a little mm. fried, which was pretty good. I tried it because the guy said to, and I was like, great, I'll do what you say. What about bangers and mash? Isn't that the thing over there? Yeah, That's you know, we did. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even try that. We ate a lot of fish and chips. We kept eating. Yep. They were so good. And we like, okay, another pub, sure, fish and chips again. Right. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Probably no beer. Well, actually, um, in 18, it's, um, I went with my daughters for okay. her high school graduation trip. And I'm in, 18, and in London, 18 is the legal drinking age. Hmm. So, you know, she said we'd have her first pint ever. Nice. Because, dark, I mean, I hope it's her first pint ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Right, she doesn't listen to this podcast. I think I'm saying. Great. She shuts it and slams it where's the fun here? <laughs> <laughs> Let me have my pretend reality, okay, guys? Burps just after a while. Just want to keep it for a minute. Just a pretend thought, okay? Give it to me. Anyway, yes, so we had, we had pints of, I don't even know what. It was different there, actually. You went in, and you didn't. Um, you just went to your seat yourself, and um, like you ordered at the bar, and no one seated you, and you didn't tip. There was no tipping. Hmm. That was really convenient. Right. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I think maybe they just pay differently or something, and they worked it out. But All right, last question. This is a subject shift. All right, what is the scariest sound you could hear in the middle of the night? Scariest sound? I mean, I would think a shotgun. That's true. That'd be scary. Yeah. Or that opening of a door when you know that no one should be like. That's why the shotgun's beside my bed. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind the creaking of the door because that lets me know I still have a chance. Right? I guess, yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> those are scary sounds. I don't want to hear any of those in the middle of the night. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's. Uh, I mean, when babies were little, just the most exhausting one was that kid crying again. Yeah, I hear that all the time. So you guys, your baby's still pretty good, right? pretty good here. How old is she? Um, month old now. A month. Yep. Oh my oh, man. lord. Yeah. That's just yeah. So you're really. Are you sleeping? Yeah, she's uh, she's got where she's maybe wakes up once a month, not once a month. Yeah, once a month. Once a month. Once a month. Wakes up once a month. High five. That's funny. All right, those are our crazy questions. That's it. Yeah. So, um, do you for your uh, pepper com- or pepper com- hot sauce company? Y'all have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We do. Yeah, just uh, I don't. I think we have TikTok, but I mean. That's not my world. I'm too old for TikTok. (laughs) My wife and I set up a TikTok last year and we did like, you know, six or seven videos with my daughter to, you know, try to raise awareness. And we were like, we don't know how to work this thing. It's just It's a a little bit beyond us. And I can't dance. And I think that's mostly what TikTok is. When we first started, it was a lot of dancing. It's it's kind of actually grew up pretty quick. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's popular. Um, It is popular. But we have, you know, Red Clay Hot Sauce is our is our Instagram. We actually do a lot of fun giveaways. We do a lot of like co-branded things. Like we just did something with a grill. Uh, so we have like masculine things, but we also do like some more uh, female-leaning things where we do like you know dress and, and um, like plateware and stuff like that. So we do. Uh, <laughs> that's not my world. Right? Like, give me a paper plate and I'm okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we do a lot of cool things. Kind of engage with our customers. So. Check out Ray Clay Hot Sauce and, and, and get involved there too. Yeah, and the Southern Roots has an Instagram. We do, um, Southern Roots Reunion. Yeah, so uh, right now we're going through highlighting a bunch of the different chefs that are involved, the different farmers. We've done giveaways, uh, looking at different opportunities there and, and how we can kind of, again, support the local community, spotlight those involved and make sure that they kind of are, are getting benefits by participating in the event as well. Yeah. Awesome. All right, let's see where we find you at. Travelerdressedhere.com and uh, Instagram and Facebook. All right, you can find me at Tim's Mobile Detailing on all the platforms. 
Uh, thanks. This is a fun time. Good yeah. conversation. Yeah, and I'm looking forward uh, yeah, to it. Yeah, I can't wait for the event. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Leave but, my kids at home and I'm going to go grow it out. <laughs> next time I'm here, we'll have a full layout. We'll bring some smokers. We'll bring all the sauces here. Oh, yeah, do it. Uh, that's, that's going to be fun. And that'll be, yeah, I'm getting uh, hungry right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> Before we end, actually, is it family friendly? Is it, I mean, like. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So actually, we have, um, you know, several of these kids that had the same disorder as my daughter. Um, several of these families are coming in from around the country, oh, right? Great. And we're all wow. going to be there. But yeah, we're going to have um, there. There is ticket prices uh, for for kids as well, oh, and so nice. that way there's some offset costs there. So come on out. I mean, again, kids can have fun eating. Right. I mean, I mean, you can still leave your home if you want to, no problem. Right? Oh, I got two that don't eat. <laughs> bring those to Yeah, we'll, we'll bring those. Yeah, yeah no, my bring, son, bring he would, kids uh, on Yeah, he'd eat more than me. He might need to charge him for an adult. <laughs> <laughs> you do what your moral compass tells you to do. <laughs> right. Thanks. Thanks. We'd love for you to follow along at Travelers Rest Here. We share the stories of the people and the places of TR, a town that is just as charming as its name. Find us online at TravelersRestHere.com, on Facebook at Travelers Rest Here, and on Instagram at Travelers Rest Here. Subscribe online to our weekly newsletter for events and stories in TR. See you online. Tim's Mobile Detailing makes having a clean vehicle easy and convenient. We come to your home or office. We specialize in anything from maintenance detailing to ceramic coatings. Please follow us on all the social medias at Tim's Mobile Detailing. Thanks. Have a great day.